0: Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. So this episode will be kind of different and brief. I feel like the Lord wants me to share a bit about how he helps me work through disappointment. When things don't go exactly the way you want them to, and in the timing that you expect, it's easy to either beat yourself up about it as though you've made some great mistake causing the delay, or just get angry at God. There have been many, many times in my life where I have been really excited about an assignment that the Lord has given me that would raise my expectation of increased reach for my ministry and fruit-bearing. He would tell me to send my books to certain high-influence people or take a high-risk, financially sacrificial step To help move along my ministry only to see virtually no outcome as a result of it sometimes the problem is that we are doing things apart from god's will in our own strength and do not see the return on that that we expect and certainly this was true in my season when i was working as a regional director for truth at work christian roundtable ministry It was actually not my assignment to do that role. And so the lesson behind the struggles was really for me about making sure that I was obeying God's direction and not expecting him to come alongside me. So in some cases, that's the problem. But having learned that lesson and knowing exactly how to hear God's voice, faithfully obeying his voice and still not seeing the fruit, I expected things and really experience discouragement and disappointment. So I just wanted to share with you how the Lord helped me work through that in the last few days in the hopes that you will find it helpful as well if you are going through the same thing or if you do in the future. One of my dear daughters in Christ, Sadie, who's part of my spirit life circle, was warring in the spirit one day and she felt strongly that our group needed to attend a flag ministry gather group happening later that night. Flag ministry is all about worshiping the Lord by waving flags and dancing, honoring God with your heart and your body. So some of us went to that ministry. And while I was worshiping the Lord with the flags, I met him in my special place And saw myself dancing with other angels at the feet of Jesus. He told me that he knew that my heart was disappointed. And that my mind was questioning if I had done everything I was supposed to do. Blaming myself for the lack of evidence for the fruit. When he reminded me of a film clip in my Clips That Move Mountains book called Strangers. I will link that clip below this episode. In the film clip, it depicts two strangers sitting in the same coffee shop. They don't know each other, and they don't know that there is a connection between them. The film follows the stories between the woman and how she leads one person to Christ, who leads another person to Christ, who leads another person to Christ, who leads another person to Christ, Christ, until finally, that man leads the other man in the coffee shop, to Christ. The two walked out of the coffee shop together in opposite directions down the street. The Lord said to me, Just like in this clip, there is so much that's happening that you can't see behind the scenes. I need you to stop measuring success by what you can see and change your measure to how obedient you are to listening to my voice and direction. Stop thinking that there's more that you should be doing than what I'm assigning you to do, and begin to trust that I am a promise-keeping God. That helped me a lot, and I hope it helps you. Numbers twenty-three, nineteen says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. No, he said, and he will not do it nor has he spoken and will not make good and fulfill it. So God is a promise-keeping God, and he was trying to tell me that my obedience is all that he requires. This helped me, but it must not have been quite enough for me because I had a dream. I will share a bit of the dream and also show you a little bit about dream interpretation While going through this, so you can see a bit how that process works as well. For more on dream interpretation, I have a full episode on it that I will link below this episode on the pattyej.podbean.com site. I was in an airport in my dream, and I was sitting at one of those coffee shop tables, not far from my gate. I got up and I went to my gate, and as I was sitting there, I realized I didn't have my purse. I quickly ran back to the coffee place, and the lady working there said, Oh, yes, here's your purse, and she handed it back to me. Everything in my purse was intact. Nothing was missing, and I went back to the gate. A man walked up to me, and I don't remember what he said, but it was rude and unwelcomed, and it really annoyed me at the time. I must have gotten up again to do something else for a quick second. And I realized that I had walked away from my purse a second time. I quickly returned, and when I got back, the purse was there, but the contents in the purse had been stolen. I began to panic about the loss of the contents of the purse and was filled with anxiety that I would not be able to get on the plane. And I woke up, still pondering the dream, I was making notes of the symbols of the dream. The first symbol is an airport. Airports represent the journey of the long view of your ministry. When you fly, you have a high perspective, God's perspective. It's a long-term look. So something about the location of that Dream being in an airport was talking about my ministry. A purse, container of valuable things, like resources, money. Resources helped you pay for things, but it also includes information about your identity. The purse was representing my heart, my mind, will, emotion, and identity. What did I think about who I was? Was wrapped up into that purse, and on a significant note, I had walked away from my purse two times. The first time did not seem to have a consequence, but the second time I was robbed of something valuable to me, even valuable enough that could have prevented me from getting on an airplane, preventing me from a key assignment. My primary emotion of this dream was anxiety and fear. So I made a note that if I walked away from my purse, I was not properly guarding my heart. So that's kind of significant. Reflecting on it now, I believe that the man accusing me represented myself accusing me. And I remember that the Lord told me that only let the truth pierce my heart, never let a lie, even if it's coming from me, hurt my heart. What that tells me is that self-deprecating thoughts, thinking that you are unable or that God couldn't use you or actually robs you of your destiny, it was self-deprecation that was robbing me. The Lord was trying to show me that in this dream. I woke up from the dream And I met with the Lord in the destiny cave of my spirit. I was dancing with flags with him, just like I had been the night before. And the songs playing in my Pandora playlist at that time were exactly what I needed in the moment. The first song was, As For Me, by Rend Collective. And one particular lyric that stuck out with me from that song said, when the foundations are firm, the storms don't matter. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The Lord spoke to me during that song and said, I need you to know that no one can rob or steal from you, that I cannot restore multiplied. It's not about money or influence or platforms as much as you think. It's about the power of my favor And my favor anointing is earned by your obedience. Your dream has you questioning if you made the wrong decisions, if you didn't properly guard your heart, especially the decisions that were of great sacrifice and didn't appear to bear any fruit. Did you open yourself to unnecessary wounding? Then I noticed the next song, Light the Way by Matt Marr. When the Lord highlights a song for me, I always look up all of the lyrics, and I use azlyrics.com, because his message is in the fullness of the song, not just the lyric that might be rolling around in your head. So here are some of the lyrics from this song that spoke to me according to this moment that I needed it. It says, there's a song of resurrection Hope that fills the weary soul. You have made your home inside. I am not alone. In the shadow of the valley, your word a lamp when I can see. May I not forget the promise leading me. You are leading me. You light the way, you light the way, with a fire by night and a cloud by day. You light the way, you light the way, Where you go, I'll go, where you stay, I'll stay, you light the way. We are pilgrims on a journey, hungry for what lies beyond, strangers once, now they are family, we belong. We are tellers of a story, of word made flesh and kingdom come, of sinners, saints, and hope of glory, Christ alone, oh Christ alone, you light the way. You light the way with a fire by night and a cloud by day. You light the way. You light the way. Where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. You're lighting up my future. You're lighting up my fate. You're lighting up my wonder with endless grace. You're lighting up my failure. You're lighting up my feelings. Everything I've carried all these years, you light the way. Then the Lord continued to speak in my heart. I really need you to trust that every seed sown is growing, being attended to in the heavens, and being prepared to be released in the future and will bear the fruit that I intend. Just like in the film clip, it only takes one to start and roll and create multiplication. You think things are taking longer because you need to prove yourself trustworthy to me, but it's really about you having the faith to know that I am trustworthy. If I have promised something to you, I will fulfill it. Isaiah 55, 8-12 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. For as the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return there without watering the earth, making it bear and sprout, providing seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, useless, without result, without accomplishing what I desire, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. For you will go out with joy and be led forth by the Lord himself with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bushes, the cypress tree will grow, and instead of the nettle and myrtle tree will grow. And it will be a memorial to the Lord for the everlasting sign of his mercy, which will not be cut off. Jesus concluded, So dance with me, and allow me to refill your soul, and continue the journey of obedience, one day at a time. Together we will accomplish the purposes for which I have decreed as part of my kingdom plan. I was greatly blessed by the reframe that the Lord gave me through these experiences, and I hope they blessed you as well. Before we dive into our encounter today, I wanted to take a moment to ask you for a blessing. If you have learned some new things and have drawn closer to God by this podcast, please pray for the Lord to multiply it and allow the Lord to pop a few names into your spirit for whom you could share this podcast with. Simply text or email them the link to the pattyej.podbean.com site and let them know why you've been blessed by it. And please check out my books, journals, and downloadable resources at pattysadala.comslash shop. This is a starting point for all of our experiences with Jesus. For best results, it is always good to properly posture your heart for your experience by welcoming Jesus' presence with praise and thanksgiving and playing with him in the special place as a child for a few minutes before asking for anything from him. Is there something that you're waiting for and that you're even weary in the waiting? Ask the Lord to show you the truth that will strengthen you for the journey And give insight to you about any conditions that may be needed to put into motion the fulfillment of this promise. In order to do this, I want you to meet Jesus in your special place. Dance or play with him for a while. Before asking him to share his perspective on the things that you have been faithfully praying for and have not yet seen fruit bearing result or the outcome that you're earnestly waiting for. Allow him to give you his perspective and ask him as many questions as you have. Allow him to show you and tell you what he wants you to know about how you can pray in a hundred percent agreement with him. Take all the time you need and record it all in your journal. Well, I hope the Lord gave you some clarity and some peace about the fact that your prayers are being heard and that he is working on things that you can't see. It certainly helped me so I hope it did help you as well. Would you like to know how to go deeper with God? I want you to prayerfully consider attending the Deeper Spirit Life Workshop May 12th to 14th, 2023, on the shores of Lake Erie near Cleveland, Ohio. God's glory has the power to transform you in an instant. What could God do with you and through you if you learned how to quiet yourself and gaze long enough for God's glory to transform you? Gazing is a long look while glancing is a short one. When you gaze at Jesus, he gazes back and his glory flows where his eyes are fixed. In God's glory, there is peace, healing, and clarity of purpose and direction. Learn how to stay in God's presence long enough for him to transform you into the Christ you that he died for you to become, your Christ-perfected identity. You can expect expertly facilitated Jesus encounters and plenty of time to connect with God in this workshop. For more information and to register, check out spiritlifeworkshops.com. We hope to see you there.